0: Go. Block Talk Radio. Mr. Tom, <laughs> <yes. laughs> To get this party started. Kim says, Guess how I listen to you now? Driving down the road. I'm glad. I'm glad. There's so many ways to catch us now. Uh, whether you're you prefer uh podcasts like this one, <laughs> and we do record them. I love the live ones because we can interact real time with folks. Uh, but whether you're you're needing to get it through iTunes, this this show is on iTunes. You can download from iTunes. Uh, This show is broadcast to a live listening audience through through the cloud. We have Facebook, we have our website, so many places to get the support and help you need and we're glad that you've uh, decided to come go with us. We'll do you good and I hope all of our members, we feel like we're a family here and I hope all of our members will try to make people feel welcome. We can't do this without you. Uh, we really believe that this is a real good, it's a, it's a genuine mission. It's a real mission to help people. I read a study Monday night that said um, that by being 30 pounds or more overweight, you're shortening your lifespan, statistically speaking, by 14 years. I was told this morning, got a call from my mom and uh, my uncle, passed away. We'd all been out of contact with him. He wouldn't let people come and visit him or talk to him. Didn't want people to see him in the shape that he was in for years now. So it wasn't that we were as close as we should be, uh, but he's at peace now and he's at rest. But he spent 20 years struggling with diabetes and his health and uh, had to have a foot amputated, all kinds of things, bad things, unintended consequences of living an unhealthy life and lifestyle and God may uh, may God rest his soul um, good good person just uh, got off the tracks and what we believe we're trying to do hey Polly how are you doing I can't see you but you can see me <laughs> uh, but uh, what we're trying to do is help people get their life back on the tracks and you can only comfort people to a point. You can only tell people what they want to hear about their weight issues to a point. Uh, Then there comes a time for confrontation. You must confront the problem head on. Now, confrontation, uh, I I say much that we're a ministry first and foremost because that allows for confrontation. If it were just a business, you don't confront your customers, right? Right. They won't do business with you. They won't give you any money. So that's why I say this is a ministry first and foremost. Uh, People that I'm friends with uh, quite frequently uh, go quite some time without talking to me because they don't like that I tried to confront them. It's out of love. These phones are ringing. I'm not used to that. Uh, uh, It's out of love that we confront someone, you know, it's if you if you don't love them, you don't have to confront them. I'm here to confront people and sometimes it's painful. Uh, we don't want hey Jody, we don't want folks staying where they're at. People are digging their own grave with their own knife and fork these days and since everybody else is doing it too, they think it's okay. they think it's common, think it's normal. Well, God help us all it's not. First of all, if you're overweight, and you're satisfied with being overweight, you're not pursuing a more helpful life and lifestyle, then we've got to get your head out of the sand. Life is too short for you not to feel your best and look your best. But even beyond that, it's very important that those of us that uh, say that we're a part of the household of faith, we do our best to correct deficiencies in our life. And this is one such deficiency. I was up. My name's Travis Martin, by the way. If you're just tuning in, I'm Travis, and I've lost over 100 pounds on the program and come off multiple prescription medications. The program changed my life. Now, tens of thousands of other people have been impacted by this program, thanks to our Shabola family members. <laughs> Lives are being changed. So, the program works, but it started with me being in pain. And uh, assessing, assessing why I was in pain, mentally, spiritually, socially, physically, assessing why I'm, I was in pain and addressing it. You have to address it, and uh, that's that's part of being a person. That's part of a problem that you've created on your on your own through your own actions and your own behaviors. You assess it and you address it. That's what being an adult is all about. It's not being an adult to assess that you have a problem but not be willing to address it, especially one that is so easily, physically speaking, metabolically speaking, so easily addressed as weight problems. Uh, Addressing a weight problem is so very easy, metabolically speaking. The problem is not in the body. It's not in the metabolism. It's not with your thyroid. It's not with uh, any such thing. It's it's not. It, that's not the problem. You can combine foods the way we combine them and fix your metabolism. What seems like seemingly is overnight. Had a lady come in here today, lost eight pounds her first week. A uh, guy come in, four pounds his first week. Just got another praise report. Ladies down seventy pounds. Didn't even never heard her name before. Watching online classes, down seventy pounds. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Metabolically, it's all fixable, and it's an easy, easy fix when you know how to create the right chemistry in your body. Uh, and once you know how the body stores fat, and you learn and understand how the body releases fat as an energy source. It's so easy to fix this thing metabolically. The problem is between the ears. That's where the problem is. It's how we think. You know, It's as simple as this. Like the old saying goes, if you think you can, you're right. If you think you can't, you're also right. It's all in the mind. We lack faith. And unfortunately it's impossible to please God without faith. I hear a lot of people talk about how they live a good life, clean life, that kind of thing. Uh, But yet out of the same uh, same conversation, they'll say, I can't lose weight. How can you be right with God and you can't even have faith that you can lose this weight? It's impossible to please God without faith. This is, Being overweight is the most prevailing problem in our society. With all the problems we have, it's the most prevailing one. It leads to more premature death than anything else. But yet, what's exciting about it, it's so easy to solve the problem. I mean, Sheboleth, with the help of the Lord, has cracked the code, found the solution to adult and childhood obesity. So why isn't everybody leaned in? Why isn't everybody heard that there's a program where you can eat fast food, family-style restaurants, recipes? It doesn't matter. Every, almost everything you need comes from your local grocery store. Why isn't everybody leaned in? Because of the battle that's in the mind. It's a battle in the mind. And I believe a thing that begins right will end right. That's why I say before you start trying to lose weight, Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling, and and y'all find this funny or not? But I have more people today tell me that I need to check check uh, have a little checkup. That uh, more people today than ever tell me that I, I ho- they hope that I see the the right path and the light because they don't like some of the things I say and do here, uh, judging me. I like that the Bible says, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. How do you know that your salvation's worked out? Peace and self-respect. If you have peace and you have self-respect, odds are, uh, if, if you're a child of God, that you, you're walking pretty much in step with the Holy Spirit. But when there's an area of your life where your conscience kind of digs and gnaws at you a little bit, and you don't have self-respect and you don't have peace in a given area of your life, uh, we need to move up on closer to the Lord and fix some things in our life. Because it ain't about other people thinking you, this is how you should be living your life and this is what will give you peace. It's about what really gives you peace. What really gives you peace. And uh, you know what gives Travis Jack peace? Doing his best. Doing his best, best with his physical health. Uh, doing his best to reach people and help people, uh, and I'll do some I'll do some crazy things to reach people, and certainly some of my Christian brothers and sisters will say you you went too far. Well then, God help me when the Lord shows me I've went too far. I've went too far, but it ain't about me trying to get people to think to 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 think well of me, because if I try to get people to think well of me. I will really limit the number of people that God wants to reach with this program. It ain't about trying to get people to think well of me. It's, try, it's about trying to get people to think well of themselves, to have peace, to have self-respect. So I'm liable to chew your arse out if I think you're not doing your best. All right. So Diana says, my daughter is 11 years old and has lost 18 pounds in three months, y'all. We're about to tell y'all what this broadcast is about, but can we get get some applause and some hearts for Diana Gray's daughter, who can watch this later and see the hearts fly across the screen. Can we get some, can y'all pump them hearts for Diana Gray's daughter? Get this now, 11 years old, 18 pounds down in three months. Way to go. Way to go. That's awesome, young friend. Awesome. Fantastic. So proud of you. You're doing something that most adults can't do. And way to go, Diana. Way to set a great example and support your daughter. That will change her life more than almost anything else. If you've ever been a kid and was overweight and bullied, you know exactly what she's up against. And she's doing it. She's fixing it. And not only is she fixing her physical appearance, her physical weight, because I'm sure she's beautiful, fixing the uh, the weight issue. She's building character, determination, resolve, persistence, self-discipline, learning to set goals, learning to achieve goals and accept recognition. What a wonderful thing. Way to go, Diana. Changing her life. All right, y'all. Here's what we got on tap today. We've got uh, Brother Tom Siebert is going to be joining us, Lord willing, and if if the Lord will work this thing out technology-wise. I'm going to be calling Brother Tom here in just a few minutes, and we're going to uh, have a little interview with Tom. Tom is down uh, 42 pounds. Tom's down 42 pounds, has reached his goal And is going to be sharing his journey with us, if all goes well, here in just a moment. And uh, I'm excited to hear what Tom's got to say. This is pretty much unscripted. We did send him a list of questions that we might ask, but we don't know what he's going to say. So we're just as interested in learning about how Tom lost that weight uh, as you are. And I will say this, the principles of success are the same No matter what you're trying to achieve, whether it be business, a better body, a better relationship, the principles of success are all the same. And I truly believe, hello, Linda, I truly believe that successful people should, people that want to be successful should just mimic and do that, that successful people do in the area that they want to be successful. And Tom has been successful in this area. I will uh, also tell you that we've got Jody Harbin coming up next week, going to share her 70-pound weight loss journey with us. We've got at least a half a dozen more interviews lined up over the next two to three weeks with folks going to be able to share how they did it. So I hope you'll tune in for those. We've also got Intervention Island coming up. It's going to be a Jack Savage uh, broadcast where Jack is going to do one-on-one with some folks that need an intervention. Jack will go one-on-one with some folks that need an intervention, and you'll get to hear firsthand how Jack confronts them and confronts the lies that they tell themselves. So uh, just look out. Lots of stuff coming up, and it's, it's going to be available to all of us. It's on tap. So let me. Uh, I'm going to put on some music, and we're going to try to get... Tom Siebert on the line. We'll be right back with you. Travis yes. Martin here Very good You doing very good brother Yes sir <laughs> Well we've got Yeah it's good to hear from you too Well we have got some folks Listening here on uh, The podcast We've got folks listening on Facebook This is also being recorded I just know it's going to help a lot of people in the future And And uh, we're excited. We're excited to talk to you. Appreciate you taking your time, being willing to help other people. You know, it's, that's an uncommon trait in and of itself nowadays. But you've been willing to join us here and, and to help us help people, and we really appreciate you. Uh, Tom, as we get started here, would you mind uh, telling the audience, the listening audience, a little bit about yourself? and about when and how your journey started, why it started?
1: Well, briefly, I'm a 62-year-old grandfather. I've got six children. I don't mean to interrupt
0: you. I've got to interrupt you, and I'll try not to do that again. I had no idea that you were 62 years old. Did you say 62?
1: (laughs) Yes, sir. I feel like 25.
0: Dude, I thought that you were my age. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I mean, well, hey y'all you. I want y'all to know I'm married. I, I got a wife, but Tom's hot. You know, sixty two years old, brother. If I'm doing as good as you at sixty two, I will have something to bless the name of the Lord about. All right, I won't interrupt Amen. you, but that's amazing to me. Please go ahead. Yeah, no,
1: I have uh I have a beautiful wife and six children, five grandchildren. Um I'm an over the road horticulture salesman and uh you know we've lived in Georgia for 18 years now and uh we're blessed that all of our children still live close to us and uh we go to a wonderful church which we're heavily involved in and briefly that's uh, my story.
0: Cool, very very cool. Um I know you I, I knew you were part of the program but I think it and I knew that you had participated some in an old program we were associated with, but really got reacquainted with you through a mutual friend of ours, uh, Jay Lassard, And we got to talking right. and I put I put two and two together and figured all that out after some time. But, you know, I just I want our listening audience to know that you're you're hearing from uh, a man who not only has been successful, not only lost weight, but is the real deal. Sometimes, I, y'all, I'll be honest with you, I look in the mirror and I wonder if I'm the real deal. I've been doing this so long and with so many personal failings that sometimes I wonder, you know, am I the real deal? I want to be the real deal. But this is someone that other people uh, speak very highly of, very, very good human being. I mean, I just feel honored that you You've you joined here. You you were uh, you started your journey, and I assume you had forty forty plus pounds to lose. Correct? Has that right. always been an issue for you, or was it something that crept up on you as you began to age and your metabolism slowed down? Ha, tell us about when this. When did you decide to do something about it?
1: Well. You know, as early as I can remember uh, shopping with my mother, we were always in the husky section. You know, that's code for your size aren't going to fit in these other jeans, you know. <laughs> and I, I've just always, you know, been a, a little bit or a lot overweight and never, never comfortable with it. The only times, a couple times I got down and lost some weight, you know, when I was in the boy scouts and so forth. And we did a lot of activities and hikes and trips and that type of thing, but it always came back on and it was, it's always been a nagging problem. And, uh, I'm just so glad that, uh, I was able to find Shibboleth and I mean, I was, I was just tired of being, overweight and uncomfortable in my clothes and i just needed a plan and and shibola's was the perfect plan
0: awesome awesome is there odd question i don't think this was on the list of questions i sent but i know there's two types of people there's people that live with no regret and there's people that live with regret I think the probably the more stable way to live your life is to not live it with regret, but I I tend to wish I had started this a lot sooner. Do you wish that you had started this a lot sooner years ago? I mean,
1: oh, sure, absolutely. I you know, I was I guess I was most influenced by Amy Camp. We went to church together and I saw when she joined the program Lifestyle and, and began, and you know, her fantastic success influenced me. And she uh, she actually started a little small group at our church, and that's how I first got involved back in January. But I had known about it, you know, for several months before then, and I just look back now and wonder, you know, why in the world I, I put it off. It, it's just, I think it's just pride and, uh, You know, some arrogance on our part, and we're we're kind of bashful. We don't want to admit we have a problem, and or that we could even do something about it. And so, yeah, I'm glad I finally made the decision to do it. There's no question about it.
0: Yeah, and for our listening audience, um, Amy Camp, wonderful spirit, wonderful young lady, and Amy's down more than eighty pounds. That may it may be more than that now, but she looks terrific. She's doing fantastic. Her before and after pictures, Tom. I, I don't know if you knew her when she was overweight, but wow, yeah. um, it's striking. I mean, because Amy was so. Again, I think this is this might help some people too. When I first met Amy, still had a lot of weight to lose, but I didn't know that because her person. I didn't see her for that. Her personality was so outgoing, so bubbly, she seemed so full of joy, so happy, which is, that's right the opposite of how most people that are overweight are feeling. And I say that to say, you know, she lost the weight. And then when she showed me her before and after pictures, I couldn't believe it because I never remembered her that way. A a lot of folks, they get so disgusted with themselves that any little setback, they're ready to quit because they think everybody's looking at them, the based upon their, how they see themselves. And it's just not true. If you start this journey, you can love yourself every... I guess I'm saying this for the people watching, but you can love yourself every step of the journey. This doesn't have to be, I'm only going to be lovable when the weight's gone. Amy's a, a, a perfect example of that. She loved herself and loved people from day one. And she Thanks. did it. She lost the weight for herself. And I was one of those that thought, I'll never experience love. Nobody will ever love me unless I lose the weight. So much of life is how you see yourself. Have you, have you had, I don't, I don't know, we've never talked about this either. Was this something that you wanted to change for purely health reasons? Or were you kind of down on yourself from a physical standpoint, self-confidence, self-esteem? Or was it just all about becoming a healthier individual?
1: Yeah, it, I think it came. It came basically. My my hat want to was from a health standpoint. I was on uh, two blood pressure uh, medications and cholesterol medication, and I've recently went to the doctor, and I don't think I need them at all. But they cut them in half because I think wow. The doc, at least the doctor I went to is skeptical that you know I'll keep going and keep it off. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I have a I have a daughter getting married later this year, and I wanted to look good um, at, at that wedding and so forth. It, it, but I was going to say, I, I have such a great family. They would never make an issue of it or comment about it, and I always felt pretty good about myself. But, you know, it was always on my mind, and it always bothered me. And, you know, as men, we can only have one thought at a time. <laughs> and so I was completely preoccupied with how I looked and how I felt and, and it wasn't good. And so now, you know, I, I'm, my mind is literally freed up to really live life and the, and the work and to enjoy my family the way I, uh, the way I should. So, uh, that's the greatest thing about, you know, uh, being at a weight that you should be.
0: Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I think that's hilarious what you say because I say I feel the same way. I can have one thought at a time. My wife can have fifty thousand thoughts at a time. <laughs> exactly. They, exactly. I don't know how they do it. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: Uh huh.
0: Polly, Polly Jones online says, "It is what's on the inside that God sees too." Like we saw right. with Amy, she, she is uh, Polly's mentor. I, I I so agree. So agree. Now you're down. Is it forty two pounds?
1: Right, yeah, and I now, was just amazed how fast it happened. I I had no concept that it would happen this fast and as easy as it did.
0: Yeah, you you're uh, and I may have you all wrong, but because in my mind you're connected to Jay. Let me tell you a little bit about Jay. Jay's my jiu-jitsu buddy. J- Jay doesn't have an ounce of weight to lose, and uh, <laughs> we talk we talk frequently about weight loss, but. He, uh, Jay is like an, uh, in my mind, you may know him in a different way, but he's kind of off the grid, y'all. He's off the grid in that he's not a chatty fellow with me. Uh, I know he likes me. I finally figured that out. He does like me. I didn't know for a long time, (laughs) but he's not real chatty. And, um, when he'll like, he'll message me and he'll go, Jiu Jitsu, 7 a.m., you know, and, then I'll reply back, he won't reply back. I'm a little more chatty. And you strike me a little bit that way, Tom. I'll get to the point here. You strike me a little bit that way in that you're not a real chatty fellow, but here's what tickled me. The other day you messaged me, and you just told me you're sixty two years old, okay? You're you're Correct. you're not about you're not about a hey, I need to chat and I need to express my feelings and Y'all know what I'm saying online. He's not a I-need-to-tell-you-how-I-feel person so much. And he messages me, and he says he hit his goal. And anytime somebody does that, I I guess I'm just, I have a little bit of a, I don't know, it's my mom in me, I guess. But I'll tear up. It's like I, I, I live through that with you guys. But for you to message me, not being a chatty fellow, for you to message me and being excited about reaching your goal weight, tell me how that felt the moment you reached that goal.
1: Oh, it, it was just awesome. And be, I guess it was sweeter because the last couple pounds really took their time coming off. And it, you know, I hit a bit of a plateau right at the end there. And so I just kept at it and kept working at it and having perfect days. But, uh, you know it's just it's just an awesome feeling when to uh, set a goal six months out seven months out or whatever and uh, and to hit it and to realize it just uh happened so easily enjoying you know eating stuff you enjoyed and that was healthy for you that it was a great feeling and uh, since the weights come off you know my wife uh says i I uh, carry myself differently, I walk differently, I I, I stand straighter, and more upright, and it's uh, it's just fantastic. And I think it's helped me in my work, too, because like I said, I'm in sales, and I know subconsciously when I was overweight, I was holding back and not doing my best, and uh, I'm just a different person now in front of uh, my customers, you know, conducting business. It's fantastic.
0: Yeah, I think so too. I think so. It changed, you know, I was uh, I would not be doing what I'm doing today if I hadn't lost weight. Well, I've, for obvious reasons. But I say that in that I never would. I was not the type of person to want to get up and, and speak in front of people, and I do that for a living now. I, I just mm-hmm. didn't feel good mm-hmm. about myself. So I, I get what you're saying. It makes a huge difference. Now you said that you were on some medications. And the doctor has already cut those medications in half. But you said something I think is very interesting. You said, did I pick up on, he probably would go on and eliminate those, but he's afraid because of what he sees, he's afraid you won't maintain these lifestyle changes.
1: Right, exactly. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. sure they see it every day where people have a dramatic weight loss or, or some weight loss, and then they come back in six months and, uh, you know, they're right back where they started yeah which is kind of sad, but uh uh I understand you know how they feel but uh you know for example my my blood pressure went from like one forty three over eighty nine to one twelve over seventy mm-hmm. and uh i mean the the doctor was genuinely surprised, and you know I had similar reductions in my cholesterol and triglycerides and uh it's just amazing.
0: Yeah, it, it, it by you putting the effort in, doing your best, you prolonged your lifespan. Lori, Lori mm-hmm. Cook asked a very interesting question, and I know other people, here. it's the first thing that people do, and I'll explain. She says, so if I understand correctly, it took seven, they do the math immediately, right, Lori? <laughs> it, she's saying it took seven months to lose 42 pounds, which would be an average of six pounds per month, is, is that right? It's seven months, forty-two pounds.
1: Right. Right. Okay.
0: And here's the point I want to make. We talk to people here in the office every day. If they're not dropping five, six, seven pounds every week, they get discouraged. And I think what I think what you did, everybody should should draw a lesson from this. You averaged losing six pounds per month. You're you're thankful unto the Lord. You're so excited. You feel great. Do you see people doing that same thing, though? They're just trying to rush the process, do it too fast, and get discouraged too quick, too easy?
1: Right, right. Because, I, well, I didn't really even start until January 19th, so I guess it's really six months. But at the very beginning, I, I think I lost uh, six pounds the first week, and then during a challenge, I lost uh, six pounds. But those... But that was abnormal. Normally, it was just, you know, one or two pounds a week. And, um, uh, you know, as long as I knew I was headed in the right direction, having perfect days, I, I, I just never got discouraged because I just, you know, kept seeing the uh, the scale moving. And as I said, you know, I I travel a lot for a living. I, I eat out in a lot of restaurants, and it's such a blessing that even though, i I do that, I can still have perfect days, and i I maintain a slow and steady weight loss
0: like that so mm-hmm. so you didn't go uh, you
1: know i I didn't know until I actually got into the program that it was even possible you know to lose you know a pound a day consistently and things like that. I was just amazed, and uh I'm glad some people can do that, but for me it was it worked just as well, slow and steady.
0: I'm so glad that folks are listening to this and hearing this because the this but doing it and Polly just jumped in there. Polly says I'm 82 and I've lost 46 in 12 months, and I would wow. assume Polly she always looks happy, so I'm assuming she's tickled with that. And I think if people really got that and just realized. I don't have to do the extreme versions of Shibboleth. I can just live the lifestyle as it's taught in phase one. Right. And the weight's going to come off. Absolutely. And I guess I guess you would have more confidence, too, that you can maintain these changes because they haven't been so radical.
1: That's very true. That's very true. And that combined with, you know, all the options that are available, um, there's all the excuses that have been taken away whether you're eating at home or or whether you eat out a lot, uh, there there's just no way you can't not do this program. It's mm-hmm. just very easy.
0: Yeah, and Tom, Tom yeah. another question. Let me tell our audience that's listening. Um, first of all, if you're listening through the uh, podcast, Uh, You can call in and ask questions if you're listening through the podcast at 917-889-9115, 917-889-9115. If you're watching via Facebook, then uh, you guys right here that I'm looking at, you can ask Tom questions while we've got him. Successful people, people that want to be successful should listen to and do what other successful people are doing. And uh, y'all ask questions. You've got a, a man here that's done it who's been through the good, the bad, and the ugly of it, and he's done it. So if you've got questions, please ask. Tammy Davis just says, well, honestly, that makes me feel better. I had started getting discouraged because mine wasn't coming off as fast as others. Now I'm just doing me, not worrying about others' results. Amen. Lynn Wheat just said she lost 42 pounds in six months and will be – she celebrated her 60th birthday in July. Way to go, everybody! Awesome, very Laura good. Laura, you got them stirred up over here. Laura McKee says, "In my experience, if I have 100 pounds to lose, in the first 20 to 30 pounds go fast. Very true, but when you get to the uh, 50 and below number, it stops. Starts slowing down. Just my opinion. She says. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Good stuff.' Were you? Were yeah, you when a,
1: when your body. When your body figures out you're trying to kill it off, you know it it starts to rebel a little bit.
0: Yeah, that's what I tell people. When three hundred pound Travis realized that two hundred pound Travis was trying to kill him, he, uh he he rebelled. <laughs> Way to go, Diana! Uh, Diana's lost thirty eight pounds since June first. Boy, hurts is coming off fast. Wow! Good job, everyone. Good job. And uh, I want to ask this too: Were you? Uh, I, again, it's a personality thing. Were you a stress eater, or was it just a, your lifestyle was not conducive to losing weight, or were you a, or was you a stress eater? I mean, you ate because of uh, emotions, anger, boredom, loneliness. What 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 triggered you to eat in an unhealthy way?
1: A little a little bit of stress, though, but I guess mostly I was just a, a grazer, you know, a, a kind of snack throughout the day, and, um, you know, my, my addictions, I guess, were pizza and ice cream, and uh, I don't know, I just, you know, it, it's easy to eat right, and it's easy not to eat right, and especially nowadays with all the, like I said before, with all the options we have, it's... Uh, just a matter of having the right things in the house or knowing the right things to buy or order when you're uh, when you're out of the house. And uh, I wanted to say also that when I started the program and started buying these different foods to eat correctly, I, I started doing a lot more cooking at home, kind of as a defensive measure, because I wasn't sure if my wife would, how much she would help me out, so uh, but that turned into a tremendous blessing because she really appreciated me cooking more, mm-hmm. and, and even though she didn't join the, the program, she's been eating a lot of the uh, correct eating and, and meals, and she's lost weight as well.
0: Awesome, awesome. Yeah. Where did you have some like foods that were your primary vices, like mine? I think I put on the question sheet when I sent those to you. I liked biscuits. I liked cornbread, chocolate, fast food, pizza. I had to find myself void replacements for all those. What were your primary yeah. advice?
1: Well, like I said, uh, ice cream, pizza, and uh, you know, chocolate M&M's, stuff like that, or just stuff you can pick up at a convenience store when you're on the road. Uh, colas and, and that type of thing. So I, I had to you know, be be careful of that and, and find replacements for those things. But uh, I can honestly say it's been uh, – it has not been hard at all. You know, I, I, I love a little uh, sugar-free ice cream and
0: uh,
1: as a snack, and, and that's got me through it and uh, keeps me going now.
0: Yeah. Uh, Lori Cook asked another question. She says, did you follow the shield? And let me – Lori's trying to set me up for sabotage here, stinker. (laughs) But what a lot of folks look for is, do I have to do all the parts of the program? And she's saying, did you follow the shield to the letter of the law? And guess what? She wants to know, did you journal?
1: Uh, Yes and no. I did not follow it to the letter of the law. I I cannot tell a lie. But I I did journal every single day, and I continue to do that today. And I, I really believe and agree with you that that is an essential part of uh, having success and, and meeting your goal. The, the The thing I struggled with the most probably was uh, drinking enough water and water. And I definitely saw, you know, when I when I got to the half gallon or gallon days, that's you know, when I had the greatest success. And uh, so I, I still, even now, because I'm on the road all the time drinking that water, I mean, it, it causes you to make a lot of extra stops. But, uh, yeah, as best I could, I I tried to follow the shield every day.
0: You just, I was breaking out in the sweat there. That Lori, she's tough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, but you know what? She asked me a good question, and if I know her, she was asking it for the benefit of others and it the the main thing that people try to get away from when it comes to doing it by the letter is they want to uh get out get out of journaling and i think that is the most important component within the shield for yeah for lasting weight loss don't get me wrong I believe someone can. Our program's so potent. I believe that you can lose the weight without journaling, but the minute, the day that you, or the week, the month, whatever, you stop going to class, and that's going to happen. You just, you know, you got a family, you got things going on. You might become detached from the program, and uh, if you have a journal, you're going to maintain that weight loss. And I see people time and time again stop journaling and gain that weight back. Right.
1: Right. Well, you know, in terms of journaling, it, it it keeps you honest and it it helps you track exactly where you are. And if you don't journal, then you start to, you know, tell a little fib to yourself, lie to yourself. And that's one of the worst deceptions. And that's, that's just going to hold you back and, uh, yeah. and prevent you from meeting your goal. If you don't keep track of, like you said, in, in another, uh, presentation, you know, if you don't, inspect what you expect then that's that's a recipe for failure
0: absolutely and again too when somebody starts and i think you know what i mean here when somebody starts they're losing weight fast and it's they're probably not doing it by the letter but yet they've got enough weight to lose that just incorporating two or three components even half-heartedly, is going to cause weight loss. But the reason we have a shield and we go on and on about it being perfect, there's going to come that day where you're not losing and you don't know why. And the shield is to say, this is what's right. And if you want to get it back on the tracks, you've got to start having those perfect days again. I'm not no dodo bird. I know that everyone doesn't do it by the letter. But I have to teach them to do it by the letter. It's just like in jiu jitsu. You know, I forget so many techniques. And then out of the blue, Jay will say, uh, Jay will say, Well, you're not doing this right anymore. It's like you let techniques fall by the wayside as you're learning new techniques. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And it's important that you know what to do to get this thing back on the tracks when it's off the tracks. So that's why we fix right. that. Twyla says she liked uh a list of replacement foods that you've discovered because that's very hard for her, so let me just quiz you. You said ice cream specifically, what did you use as a void replacement for ice cream
1: well i've been i we shop at Publix a lot, so i I would get their sugar free ice cream. I think it's uh eighty eighty or hundred calories per serving and then recently i found uh the halo ice cream i think at mm-hmm. kroger and uh i think that's only 100 uh per serving as well and and that is just tastes amazing uh for the pizza you know i've got to admit i mean my favorite pizza i've got to save a holiday for that but i started making uh at home you know a, a little uh, uh tortilla 50-calorie tortilla pizza, you know, fried up in uh, MCT oil and then put some fat-free cheese on it, little pizza sauce, and some uh, uh, sautéed green peppers or, or, or grilled chicken like that. And and that's, you know, that that got me through a lot of days, having those for lunch when I was at home. And uh, that's that's kind of two things where my go-to... Uh, uh replacements I guess you'd say.
2: Yeah.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean that's the thing, the whoever asked that scroll back up, Twilight, I believe. You know, what I would suggest is to get with your mentor too, give them a list of things that you like and then ask your mentor <clears> to give you a void replacement because I I haven't found many things, Tom, that we don't have a void replacement for. Right. I agree.
1: There's, there's I agree.
0: A there's a lot. Yeah. When you
1: and I said I said before I like chocolate and the, and the thing that got me through there are those uh the almond and the chocolate chip biscottis that you sell at the uh at the center. And uh those those have got me through a lot of uh days, you know, during coffee breaks or whatever for a real real small snack or you know, just a couple as a freebie, those uh are blessings.
0: Yeah. You mentioned you uh Used to be a grazer. Have you stopped grazing? Yes. There's stopped there's days where it's a
1: struggle, but yeah, for the most part, I've I've just stuck to three meals.
0: And if you did need to graze, maybe it was something like the biscotti,
1: the biscotti, or uh, sugar free jello, jello, or uh, something like that. Yeah, got me through. Yeah.
0: I noticed uh, earlier you said your granddad. Right. Yep. Granddad, children were, did they factor into this decision that, Hey, I got to do this for them. Was that a part of it?
1: They did. Yeah. Cause only my, my two oldest uh, boys have children. So we're on a geometric progression plan. And so there's going to be, I think a lot, a little population explosion here on down the road. So yeah, I want to be able to, uh, you know, get down on the ground and wrestle with them and, i want to be around for a long time and enjoy all of my family whatever uh whatever happens so that's there's no question that uh that played into it
0: and are you uh it, this happens a lot too someone loses weight they're passionate about it they feel so much better they want other people to feel better you're looking at uh, teaching a group now right
1: Right, right. I'm starting... Actually, uh, Amy started a small group back in January at our church, and I'm going to pick it up and continue it uh, some more this fall. And we go to Liberty Church in Marietta on Cobb Parkway, and we call it kind of a uh, special interest small group. So we'll be studying the Word as well as uh, I'll be teaching a little bit about Chibboleth and... Several people who've signed up for the group have have signed up for the program, and so yeah, that'll be fun. I'll I'll learn along with them.
0: Awesome, awesome. Well, man, what a what a great story. I know you shared some of the things about um, you know how much better you feel. You're walking taller. Your confidence is improved. Wife is noticing a difference now that you've lost the weight. Is there anything uh that you're thinking about doing like for example, my friend Bobby Cartledge, he's trying to hit his goal because he wants to go jump out of an airplane
2: <laughs> so
0: that's something that's something I've done that actually that's something that he he I don't recommend it by the way that's something that he wants to go and do once he loses all the weight he wants to lose, that's something he wants to go do. Is there something that you've never got to do before that you're looking forward to do now that you've lost the weight?
1: Um, the only thing that comes to mind is is I've done it before, but, you know, do some more hiking, uh, I sp- spent a little bit of time on the Appalachian Trail and uh, suffered for it when I was still, you know, I had the extra weight. But now I've I've lost the weight. Of you know normally, what you carry on your back, uh so I think it'll be a lot easier, and I'll be in better shape you know to do it with my uh sons and grandsons, you know as they get older so uh you know i I love uh hiking the trail like that and uh you know camping out in the wild and things like that, so I'm looking forward to more doing more of that, even
0: though I'm getting older terrific, terrific, well. Before we go, i got two more questions. Um, and I, I really appreciate your time. I know your time is valuable. There are people, believe it or not, that they struggle. They really struggle with this thing. You said something that was key earlier. You said it's easy to do this. And the problem is it's also easy not to do this. And right. the battle's in the mind. Uh, we're a product of our culture that's gone crazy just giving themselves over to food. The Bible once again had got it right, said that we'd give ourselves over to our appetites. And uh, certainly we do that. The lust of the flesh gives us all problems. But there's people out there struggling. Now, they're either where you are or they had more weight to lose, less weight. But you've, you've done something they haven't. You persisted. You did it. You reached your goal. Now you go into a different phase of it to try and maintain it. With the experience that you've garnered throughout this process, what is something that you would want the person who is out there struggling to know that might help them continue on?
1: Well, I would say say this this lifestyle is absolutely going to change you into – more of the person that God wants you to be and, and be a, a better representative for him, if you will. And I, I think we could go back, you know, to the journaling that if if you just stick with that and be consistent with the journaling and kind of talk to yourself, you know, when you write down those notes that you'll encourage yourself every day and, and, and help yourself to be honest and consistent and persistent with the program. So just just enjoy the journey cuz the the goal the journey is part of the goal and uh uh just enjoy it along the way. Each pound that comes off, don't be discouraged if it's a half a pound or 1 pound or 2 pounds or more every week or and and eventually you'll reach your goal and you'll be able to uh enjoy it all the much all the more.
2: Mhm.
0: Absolutely. Um, I said yeah. two more questions. I, another thought just come to mind while you were saying that. I think you and I have some things in common, but I'll tell you. And again, just yeah, it's, I'm making a snap judgment and assumption, which is never good to do. But you strike me as a person that would be truthful with themselves. I was the kind of person I would lie to myself. What I mean by that is I'd be on a, I'd, I'd be on a, a program on a diet <clears throat> trying to lose the weight, and I would say to myself and others I was doing my best when I knew I wouldn't, and I'd let discouragement set in, and I look back on that now today because I try to always be truthful with myself now because you really damage your own self when you're not truthful with yourself. I, right. I look back and I think, man, if I'd been truthful, I would have, lost this weight a lot sooner, but I just wasn't truthful. Things were working for me that I convinced myself weren't working. I wasn't truthful mm-hmm. with my, those types of personalities, if they're not losing it ultra fast, they quit. I, you, it took you, you were averaging six pounds a month, seven months, almost seven months to lose 42 pounds. But I bet a lot of that, that allowed you that character attribute that allowed you to continue on was you were truthful with yourself when you weren't doing your best you acknowledged that within and kept going when you were doing your best it didn't bother you that you only lost a pound you you knew you were doing your best do you agree that they got to be truthful with themselves you're either doing your best or not
1: oh absolutely yeah like like i said before i mean you can lie to other people, uh, you know, you can try to lie to God, but, uh, if you lie to yourself, I mean, that's just one of the worst things because you have to, you have to face that person in the mirror and there's just no point in trying to, uh, get around and, and tell yourself or, or, or have yourself think something isn't true when it really is. I think that's what held me back for such a long time. You know, I, I thought, And like when I was looking for a before picture to send you of myself, it was hard to find because we subconsciously don't even want to admit uh, the shape that we're in. Uh, And so as a result, we avoid situations where we have to look at ourselves truthfully. And when we finally make the decision to do something about it and maintain our temple the way it should be, you know, that's when things can change. And if we uh, if we are just honest with ourselves and lay aside our pride, that's when the Lord can work and, and take over and, and things can really happen. And uh, I think that's the key is uh, just humbling ourselves and saying we need help Uh, from both God and, and fortunately, uh, you know, a plan like this that came along in in my life and everyone else's.
0: Yeah. Amen. Amen. Tom, before we go, is there anything on your mind or heart that you would like to share with the folks before we go? Anything that you'd you'd like to tell them?
1: Well, I just want to say thank you to you, Travis, and um, to, uh, to your wife and to everyone involved, With Shabolith, I know how you say it's a ministry first and and foremost, and I just appreciate you so much and your um, uh, your transparency and your willingness to be available and and teach this at every opportunity. And um, it's changed my life, and it's uh, starting to change, you know, lives of people who are. Around me and who are uh, you know impressed with my results and so forth. Uh, so I just want to say a huge thank you to you and your your family um uh, and everyone at the Shibola. yeah
0: that that means a lot, and we want to thank you yeah, we we say it, and it's genuine when we say it. We just our reach would be uh about a dozen people without the Shabola family. Including yourself, that we just—I'm just so glad God does put it on the hearts and minds of some folks to help us share it because the world needs it. I appreciate you because the heart—it we said it's easy, and it is easy to learn this, but it's not always easy to—it's not always easy to implement it because of us being a product of our culture. And you did it. And it wasn't without really exercising faith and self-discipline. So it, we're just a tool. It doesn't work without folks like you picking it up and using it. Thank you so much, Tom. We love you. God bless you. And thank you for your amazing support of our program. It just it means the world. We're not a perfect program by any means. But you guys just keep blessing us, and, and we appreciate you.
1: Oh, you're welcome. It's my privilege.
0: All right, man. Thank you so much. God bless you, and thanks for joining us today. Really appreciate the time. I know it'll be a help to a lot of people that are listening.
1: Good. You're welcome, Travis. Thank you.
0: Uh, thanks, man. God bless. All right. Bye now. Bye-bye. Man, y'all heard it. Y'all heard it right there. A lot of wisdom, a lot of wisdom going on there. And one of the things I hope that y'all will pull from it, you hear a lot of you hear about a lot of people on this program, thousands of people, and you hear about so many of them losing extraordinary crazy amounts of weight in a week, in 2 weeks, in a month, in 3 months. We just recently had somebody in less than 3 months lose almost 100 pounds. But that's not normal. <laughs> and you've got somebody like Tom that was just consistent I mean consistent, determined. He had holidays throughout his journey. He had perfect days throughout his journey. He averaged six pounds a month. But because he was consistent, because he persisted, guess what? He reached his goal. If you quit, if you give up because the going gets rough and tough, you're never going to achieve your goal. You got to keep going. There's an old saying that says, even... Small consistent droplets of water will hollow out a rock. You just got to beat at what you're trying to accomplish every day, every week, every month. You give me someone that comes out of the gate strong and drops like I did—44 pounds in six weeks. I, I, my first 44 pounds in six weeks. Most of those people, they just turn right back around, get complacent, go back. I didn't, but many do. They quit. They give up. Whereas you can take somebody that's just consistent, persistent, keeps their eyes on the prize. I'll take them any day over that one that comes out of the gate really fast, really strong. The best thing is to be the rabbit and the turtle. (laughs) Go fast, be consistent. But most people sacrifice consistency for fast. Talked to a friend of mine this morning. She do not want to do it unless she can lose like 90 pounds before a wedding. And the wedding's like six weeks from now. It ain't happening, sis. It, so then she's not even going to try. My point to her was, hey, you could lose before the wedding. You could drop 30. Isn't that something? Isn't that great? But people don't want to hear that. We took months to dig dig ourselves in this hole and I think it's grace that it took me 30 years to end up at over 300 pounds, but only six months to change my life. That's grace, but we, we get upset about it. So just be consistent, be persistent, and at the end of the day, do what I do. What else am I going to do? You know, Because I've already established in my mind and heart that this boy ain't going to be 300 pounds. I'm not living like that. If somebody else wants to live like that, good for them. If they can live like that and have a, a clear conscience, good for them. This old boy can't. So since I can't eat the way I want to eat, this is the way I want to eat now. But since I can't eat anything I want as much as I want and graze all day and be 200 pounds, then I'm going to eat the way I'm supposed to and be 200 pounds. You can't have both. You cannot have both. Okay? K is exactly right. 30 would even make you look better. But we want it all or nothing, all or nothing society. So hang in there, be persistent, be consistent. And just to remind you, we got Jody Harbin coming up next week on a podcast. It's there in the events calendar. Uh, Jody, more than 70 pounds lost. Should be a very, very interesting Q&A. We've got Intervention Island coming up. Where you're gonna to get to hear a lot of people make some excuses and get called out on it right here over the air. God bless their brave soul. And Jack is a human lie detector, so this is gonna be hilarious. Uh, and uh, you know, just gonna have a good time losing weight. This is edutainment at its best. Everybody's successful that supplies a willing and wanting heart. If you're brand new here, you want to get started. If you don't know anyone to help you get started, if you know someone, they'll sponsor you, and that makes it extremely inexpensive. I think it's right now, if y'all watch this as a recording much later, it ain't going to be $50 a year, but right now it's 50 bucks a year membership drive time, uh, so you can get with someone let them sponsor you, or you can just go to uh, www.myshabolath.com and get a free preview before you join, mysheboleth.com. Love you guys. Oh, Laurie asks, how do you find out about the Intervention Island? I did see your uh, message. I I didn't get any interest in the Intervention Island when I first posted or anybody to contact me until I called everybody out and called everybody a bunch of chickens. So now I got like a dozen or so. I've already booked five, and I got about a dozen more wanting to participate. So that I'm very grateful for. Uh, But I kept having to type out what it was all about. So now I'm typing up one thing so that I can send to anybody with interest. Lori, we had uh, two vehicles break down this week. So that set me back. Uh, Several of us are having to carpool together to get to where we need to be. This whole hot weather caused both of our vehicles to break down in some form or fashion. So we're using a loner and having to tote each other around. So bear with me as I'm a little behind, but I'll get you uh, the 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 gist, the FAQ, I guess, uh, of Intervention Island. Should be a hoot. Kay says I lost 32 and man, what a difference! Now I'm a turtle because my skin was not working. With me. <laughs> That's funny. Love you guys. Y'all are a hoot. Y'all really are a hoot. All right. Any other questions, comments before we go and end this show for today? I got to take my wife to get her van. We'll have a, we'll have one of our vehicles back. All right, y'all. I sure do love you. Thank you for tuning in today. Just want to be a help to you. Don't forget, if you want to know more about the program, want to get started, go to Com. Sign up for our free preview if you'd like. Until next time, I'm Travis Martin, Shibola Citizen. Bye-bye.